In 2023, Collier County turns 100 years old. And all this year, the Collier County Sheriff's Office is celebrating a century of service to our community. That might sound like a very long time, but in the grand scheme of things, 100 years is a blink of an eye. Compared to the oldest city in the world, which is 5,000 years old, Collier County is a mere infant. Even compared to the oldest city in America, which happens to be 458-year-old St. Augustine here in Florida, Collier County is relatively brand new. But we've packed a ton of growth into these 100 years. The past century has seen Collier County skyrocket into one of the top destinations and best places to live in the country. All the housing, restaurants, hospitals, and infrastructure for our nearly 400,000 residents, it all sprouted up at a breakneck pace once our county took off post-World War II. As a law enforcement agency, the Collier County Sheriff's Office has worked hard to keep up with that growth. In this episode, we'll look at how the county and its demographics have evolved and how the Sheriff's Office has grown with it to serve this ever-changing community. We'll also look to the future. The county's growth isn't stopping as thousands of people move to town every year. How is the Sheriff's Office preparing to meet the needs of this continued influx? This is Sworn Statement, a podcast by the Collier County Sheriff's Office under the direction of Sheriff Kevin Rambosk that looks at public safety issues happening right here in Southwest Florida. I'm your host, Adam Fisher. To get insight on just how much Collier County has changed, we talk to Sheriff's Office deputies who have lived through it. Let's start with someone who has perhaps the deepest roots in our community, CCSO's Chief of Administration, Greg Smith. My family uh, first came to this area in the mid to late 1800s, probably about 10, 15 years after the Civil War. But they were some of the early pioneers of the interior. Well, what brought them down here? Were they, were they farming, or were they just looking for to get out on their own? And Well, we were always told there was one of two reasons why you came. You're either running to something or from something. And I think probably with most of my family, they were running from something. I really don't know. <laughs> I was one of the very first babies ever born in Naples Community Hospital. Yeah, um, they had just started their obstetrics program. Um, my brother and sister were born in Lee County, but uh, I had the distinction of being born in Naples. So, What year was that? 1959. Chief Smith started working at the Immokalee Jail shortly after graduating from Immokalee High School in 1977. Back then, Immokalee seemed like a world away, even though it's in the same county. Chief Smith said that one of the biggest issues the sheriff's office faced back then was communicating across Collier County's 2,305 square miles. The county prison, which was where I worked, was in Immokalee. There were two county jails. In fact, there was two county everything because back then, Immokalee was completely separate from Naples, but they were all the same agency. But Immokalee dispatched its own calls. It booked its own prisoners. It had its own court system. Um, so Immokalee in its remoteness and, and back then, you know, it was only a two lane road. There was only one, you know, 858 and Camp Keys didn't exist. Um, and it took, and to get to Naples, 
you had to go from Immokalee up to the intersection of 41 and Immokalee Road and then back into town this way. Going 951 didn't exist. Um, all these other arterial roads did not exist. There was one road in town, and that was Highway 41. What was Immokalee like back in the day, and what was it like working out there? Well, it, it was probably vastly different than working in Naples, although not really because police work is police work, and it was a huge family back then. Um, but Immokalee was very compartmentalized and very self-sustaining, self-sufficient. Um, and it had to be, I guess, because of distance and time. There were really three separate agencies. There was the Everglades Sheriff's Office, there was the Immokalee Sheriff's Office, and there was Naples. And uh, now you have a lot more cohesiveness. And that's because time and distance aren't nearly the problem that it used to be. Um, it, Like I said, it used to take half a day to get to Naples and back to Immokalee. Um, so that's changed. Um, the 1970s was when Collier County's population started to explode. The county had 35,000 residents at the close of the 1960s. By the time we entered the 80s, there were 88,000 people in the county, an increase of 147%. The population would double again in the 80s, then once more in the 1990s. That was when the sheriff's department was really on the verge of the, the boom. Naples was starting to boom, and, and the sheriff's department had to go with it. That's Jackie Klein, who moved to Naples in the 1950s, graduated from Naples High, and then was hired by the Collier County Sheriff's Office in 1970. He worked here for 30 years, eventually becoming chief of investigations. Naples wasn't anything like it was now. Uh, back then, in the early 70s, Pine Ridge Road ended right there at, uh, at Goodlett. It didn't go any farther to the east than that. No, no 75, right? No 75, yeah. No Alligator Alley. They were just building Alligator Alley back then. And uh, so, you know, it was a small town. We still had our things. We still had the the burglars and the, you know, things happen, but not, it's all relative to your population, I think. It, it just, unbelievable, the, the boom, I mean, it turned, in that 20 years, turned from a small fishing town to a metropolis, I mean, population-wise. Uh, you know, what, 150,000? When I was here, I think the city of Naples had a population when I was when I first moved here, had a population around 500, and the county was maybe 10,000, something like that. So the growth was just just amazing in the roads. And, and I have to say this: the the uh, people back then, the movers and shakers, like the magazine says, did an excellent job with the infrastructure and roads. Uh, I mean, they kept up with it. Uh, it's I mean, it's crowded out there now, but if they hadn't. Uh, kept up with it like they did at a big gridlock here. Like Chief Klein, Tom Storer also joined the sheriff's office in the early 1970s. Storer also remembers the small town atmosphere back then, which including keeping the agency local. He told us a story about his job interview in 1972. Uh, it was interesting interview process. Um, the interview was with the sheriff, Sheriff E.A. Doug Henry. Uh, he, did the, he did the interview. And it maybe lasted 10 minutes. Uh, and I recall he, he, you know, went through 
wanted to know where I grew up. I said, I grew up in Fort Myers. He said, that's fine because I don't hire anybody north of the Caloosahatchee River. After working his way up to undersheriff, Storer retired a few years ago. As he advanced in his career, he watched the size of the sheriff's office increase tenfold. We didn't have sergeants. We didn't have lieutenants. and sub- We had no substations in the Naples area other than Marco Island. So you're talking maybe three, sh- three men to a shift, maybe four. Uh, and, and I'm thinking probably total certified back then, maybe 55 or 60. Uh, and, and as you know, over the years, we have, we have grown to, what, almost 1,300. Uh, I'm going to say back in those days, we probably have substations today that had more certifieds than we did for the whole agency. David Johnson also started in the 1970s. He watched Collier County's population explode and saw CCO grow with it. Lieutenant Johnson worked here for more than 40 years, but it all started way back in 1974, shortly after Johnson graduated high school. Well, I told you there was about 40,000 people here then uh, when I started, and uh, Marco Island was a still a very small place. Deltona Corporation had started to develop it, and uh, the growth was coming, but there wasn't that many. Um, Naples, you know, Naples had 20, you know, maybe 15, 20,000 of the, of the 40, and then the rest are spread all over. Uh, Golden Gate State, the states really didn't exist yet. Um, Golden Gate City had, had been started and built and was, was still being built, um, what I remember from that time is everything was under construction, kind of like now, huh? Yeah, but because we were growing so fast, and we grew from the time I started, we grew exponentially, both the agency, the county, population, uh, everything, and uh, we we grew like crazy, um, and we suffered a lot of growing pains. Yeah, a lot of growing pains in the process. Property crimes, surprisingly, were a big deal. We had a lot more, percentage-wise, we had a lot more property crimes uh, per capita then than we do now. It's just the way things were. We didn't have the tools that you you guys have now for detection and and for investigation. Um, Houses and and things were spread out. It was a a more conducive environment for, for property crimes. When, when I was a young patrolman, you knew everybody, okay, because it was a small place and everybody knew everybody else. And uh, it was a different set of challenges. You, you worked a lot by yourself and you had, you had to, instead of relying on a lot of backup and stuff like that, you had to pretty much solve problems on your own because your backup was quite a ways away if you had, if you had a big problem. Chris Roberts joined the sheriff's office a decade after Lieutenant Johnson. And even though the county's population had doubled in that time, Chief Roberts said Naples was still a quiet town. In fact, parts of Collier County back then reminded Chief Roberts of rural Kentucky where he grew up. In 84, even 85, um, there really wasn't much, much on Davis Boulevard east of Lakewood Boulevard. Lakewood, the Lakewood community was there and maybe it was 10 years old. The Glades, which is right behind us, maybe 15 years old, but they were just starting to build Foxfire and Kings Lake. And then, uh, what's the next one? Queen, something or other, that came later. Um, county Barn Road was still there. The county garage was there, and there was sporadic housing. And then um, almost nothing east of 951, very 
very sporadic um, out there. So, um, you know, we used to have a, a from a dirt bike from Kentucky, we used to ride over off a of radio road where some of those condos are now. We had a motocross track in the woods over there. And, and the south side of Davis, I've hunted. So, um, yeah, you couldn't do that nowadays. Stephanie Spell is chief of CCSO's Community Engagement Department. Her job has continually changed along with Collier County. After all, it gets harder to engage with a community that seems to be constantly expanding. Yeah, I think I, I came to, uh, to Naples in 1977. My, uh, my beloved grandparents had vacationed here, wintered here, and then finally moved here. And I kind of followed them down. And um, so, yeah, big changes, big changes. Uh, it's, you know, growth is inevitable. Um, th the way a community grows is, is very important. And I think that, uh, you know, we've, we have a lot of, uh, reflection to, to do to make sure that we're, we're growing the way that this community wants to grow. You know, I, I think there'll be a lot of challenges, um, not unique to our agency, but certainly recruitment, staffing are, are challenges that a lot of businesses are facing right now. Um, but we have, you know, such a strong, firm foundation of embracing technology, of, um, of doing the right thing, of uh, helping our community, of partnering with our community. That is, that is really our culture, you know, the Sheriff Rambosk's um, motto of service to others before self. And I, I think if we, we maintain that foundation of our culture while looking forward to the future, that, that, that we'll, we'll, be, we'll be in a good place to continue to serve this community. Just the growth here, you, you see it now and people that have been here 10 years claim, oh my God, look at this growth. Well, you know, I, when there were no condos on the beach and, and where everything is off horseshoe, that was the party spots when I was in high school and Pine Ridge Road ended at airport and, you know, just the change is just, as you would expect, unbelievable. That's Corporal Dan Rogers, who has a unique insight on how the sheriff's office has changed to keep up with the county. Corporal Rogers is the son of Aubrey Rogers, who was Collier County's fifth sheriff from 1975 to 1988. Corporal Rogers watched his father expand the agency from 163 members in 1975 to nearly 700 when Sheriff Rogers retired. As our population continues to expand, Corporal Rogers said the sheriff's office will have to grow with it. Well, it, it's been a big challenge and because of the needs for services, it's just skyrocketing. Um, even when, when I started in, in working Golden Gate midnight shift, um, you know, you'd have maybe one or two calls all night and, and the county would be relatively quiet. Um, to what it is now. It's just, you know, as, as the county goes, the problems increase and um, the services that people expect and want, um, you have to keep up with that. You don't have a choice. The growth that's happened and to stay up with it, not only stay up with it, but reduce crime in the midst of it, that's phenomenal. That's Chief of Administration Greg Smith again.
you know, you see all the articles about how we're the safest place to live and how people are just coming here um, in droves because they feel safe, because the community is beautiful, um, because, you know, the, the opportunities are available um, that, that before now probably weren't. Uh, at least not when I was growing up. So it's it's changed radically in that respect. I mean, if it was farming and fishing and a little bit of tourism when I was growing up, and now it's much more than that, although those still exist. So, How, how tough was that as an agency for us to keep up with that boom? Because I think population in Naples has increased tenfold in the past 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um how difficult has that been? Was that, was that was that a major challenge for the agency over the past you know decades? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's still a challenge. Uh, you know, we we talk about it daily. I mean, the, the human resources director and myself met this morning and was discussing this um, about where the where can we find the employees of tomorrow? You know, how 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 will we reach them? How will we bring them in? How will we um, engage them? Uh, to make sure that, you know, going forward, we still get the results that we have today. More people means we'll need more deputies, even if the calls we receive aren't criminal in nature. Former Undersheriff Tom Storer explains why that's so important. The challenges that that brings is the loading of calls for service. Uh, The theory was and always has been, to my knowledge, if a person picks up the phone, and they dial 911, at that moment in time, that is that person's most important thing in their life. And they expect, as soon as possible, that that green and white's gonna appear in their front yard. Even if it's not a criminal-related offense, and I can tell you, uh, there are statistics out there that in some areas, 40 to 50% of all calls for services are non-criminal. Barking dog, lost child, whatever, doesn't matter. To pick up the phone and dial 911, and the patrol officer is supposed to be able to solve all those problems in five or ten minutes and go to the next one. Your complaint loads have just gone out of sight. I, I mean, I'm some of these guys I know they come in, you know, a, a busy night for us back in the 70s when I was on patrol. You know, maybe you had five or six reports if you went from you know case to case, there complaint to complaint to complaint. I'll bet you some of them now, some of the busier districts. You could easily come in with 10, 10 to 12. It's a constant challenge by administration to keep up with population growth, calls for service, crime rate. Crime rate continues to go down to crime rates that were back in the 70s. And I think that's all attributed to the direction of administration, but also the quality of patrol deputy and investigator you've got down the street. This has been Sworn Statement, a podcast of the Collier County Sheriff's Office under the direction of Sheriff Kevin Rambosk. This episode was written and produced by me, Adam Fisher, with audio recording and editing by Brian Barcello. Thank you for listening.